Welcome back to the Mindful Student Podcast. In today's episode, we have the second episode in our solo female travel series, and Shannon shares her experience with travelling in Australia. We talk about hostel life, what the Australians are like, and the drinking culture you may experience when travelling the East Coast. This is a great episode for anyone, but especially those who are about to embark in their own travels too. We really hope you enjoy this episode. So if you've listened to our previous episode on travelling in Bali, you'll know that Shannon went to Australia next. So Shannon, how was it? And yeah, how long did you go for? Yeah, so I went to Australia in mid-December for a few weeks. I got a one-way ticket there and I thought I'd be there for a few days, but it just ended up just rolling into this wild adventure along the East Coast. Where did you go first? Because I know a lot of people go to the East Coast. Where did you fly into? So I just want to say at the beginning of this podcast that if you are listening to this and you're about to go to Australia or you're considering going to Australia, I am really excited for you because I had the best few weeks of my life. It's got all the S's there. It's got sun, sea, sand and lots of Shannons. (laughs) And (laughs) so I arrived in Bondi on no sleep and then I checked into my hotel room and I then went to the bathroom and then in the bathroom there was this girl in full surf gear and one of my goals for going to Australia was to go surfing because I didn't go in Bali and then we just got talking and then she said a few of us are about to go surfing do you want to come we've got a spare surfboard and I was just like I've never surfed before and she said no don't worry there's a guy there that he knows how to surf he can teach you so I thought okay why not give me two minutes so I ran back to my hotel room got my bikini and then turned up at the beach and when I turned up at the beach the guy that was meant to teach me how to surf wasn't there instead there was two rookies and it was blazing hot it was the middle of the day and they were trying to teach me how to surf but I was a little bit arrogant in this situation and I was like no no guys don't worry I can just learn in the water and this turned out to be quite a big mistake because the waves in Australia are huge and I was doing like 360s in the water with this massive surfboard but then as I walked out of the sea this couple ran up to me and they were like picture picture and you know I was confused I looked like a complete mess and I was like oh okay so you want me to take a picture of you and they were like no 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 picture with you (laughs) (laughs) so basically I did like a photo shoot with this couple they airdropped me all the pictures and I was just laughing because I'd only been in Australia for like a few hours and here I am having on my camera roll this photo shoot of me with a massive surfboard looking like a surfer. So yeah, I just wanted to start off that story because I started Australia on a very big high. That's sort of a classic, isn't it? The sort of surfer girl Australian experience. That's so cool. So where did you go after? Well, you were staying in Bondi Beach, weren't you? Bondi Bay. So I was staying in a hostel on Bondi Bay and it was so much like first year at university. It was 
so wild, so fun. The hostel was on Hall Street. And in case you guys don't know, my surname is Hall. So immediately I felt right at home. And then I turned around the corner and then there was this sign that said Watson Island. And my other family surname is Watson. And yeah, the culture in Australia is amazing because they're really fit they really care about sport they're very body conscious like everyone around me was super good looking which was just like amazing to see so yeah I absolutely loved staying in these hostels and I think what I really loved about Australia was that I had absolutely no plan and I had no idea what to expect when I got there I only had two intentions I met the manager of a major yoga studio in Sydney whilst I was in Bali so I really wanted to meet her so I met up with her and I went to this like yoga party on one of my first days in and then I also wanted to meet up with this other lady in Byron Bay who was basically just had like very much like motherly energy towards me so I really wanted to meet up with them too but apart from that I had absolutely no plan but this turned out to be a real blessing because Initially, I had checked into this hostel for two nights. And then as I was checking out, I decided to go on a walk. And then on the walk, I met this guy from London. And he just told me how he was going to Byron Bay. And he just said, you know, why don't you just stay in the hostel for a few more nights and we can fly to Byron Bay together. And I was like, okay, why not? So it was really just letting go and going with the flow the whole trip. But then it really worked out in my favour. And because I stayed those extra nights in that hostel, it meant that I met all these really amazing French girls and they became like my sisters. And I just remember that we were just sitting in this sauna, overlooking this swimming pool, overlooking this beach. And my heart was just so full of gratitude. I just couldn't believe that this was my life and that I was in Australia. So it just felt like such a big an achievement just being there. And I would say that as a whole, I had the like full Aussie experience. But I really wanted to put this in that I was actually sober the whole time. And I still went clubbing. I still went on dates. I still became friends with like, I've never became friends with that many people in such a short space of time. It was like, I was just really radiating main character energy the whole time that I was in Australia. So I absolutely love that. I think that was partly because, though, I was in the process of practicing this 49-day meditation that I had learned in Bali. So I was in the process of completing that. And during that time, I just completely upgraded my inner world. And I think that that had a real impact on the way that I experienced Australia because... I just became like a magnet for opportunities. I was manifesting pretty fast. For example, like I said, I had a few goals when I got to Australia. And one goal was that I really wanted to go to the cinema. And then I remember one night there there was beer pong. And like I said, I am sober, so I wasn't drinking beer. And then this other girl wasn't drinking. And it turns out that she worked at the cinema because she was a local girl and gave me a free cinema ticket. So one of my goals was to go to the cinema. So suddenly I had a free ticket to go see The Hunger Games. It was great. And I would also say that I absolutely loved staying in hostels, which really surprised me because back in the UK, I can remember I was getting my hair done and my hairdresser told me about what hostels were. And I just remember thinking... 
I could never do that. I could never share a room with six others and stay in bunk beds. But I really surprised myself because I really got into hostel life. And then I just realised how adaptable I am. And it really connected me with my younger self as well. Because when I was younger, I used to share a room with my sisters. And I found it quite easy to stay in hostels. So If you are considering traveling, I wouldn't just put yourself in a box of thinking you have to stay in hotel rooms because I had so much fun. I slept so easily in hostels and I just had the time of my life. So definitely put yourself out of your comfort zone. If you are considering, you could like do a shared room or you could get a private room there. But I can promise you, you will have the best time. I was going to say about the hostels as well, because you mentioned being sober. Was there quite a big party and drinking culture in Australia from your experience? Yeah, it was huge. They outdo the UK and I was so surprised by this. There is a real pressure to drink there. Like, for example, I remember that I was at this wine and cheese night. It was so, so wild. I remember asking for a sober drink. And I remember the guy at the hostel had to double look at me and, like, take a double take. And, you know, having that reaction to not drinking, I was really surprised. Because, obviously, I've been in, like, Bali and they're so relaxed and it's so normal not to drink. So everyone there was drinking. And I actually quite enjoy being around people that are like drinking they tend to be more relaxed a little bit more fun I'm somebody I can match people's energy so I'm quite comfortable being in those situations I know it's definitely not for everyone but if you aren't drinking you can still maintain that going to Australia it is possible but there is still a lot of judgment around it which I was quite surprised about (laughs) You're saying about Byron Bay. So what happened when you arrived at Byron Bay? Oh, Byron Bay was so funny. So just going on from that drinking culture as well. I arrived in the Gold Coast and I had to get an Uber. And then I got in the Uber and this guy looked exactly like my grandpa. And we he had to drive me from the Gold Coast to Byron Bay. And it's about an hour's drive. And we were just talking about everything. And... He basically turned to me and was like, okay, so if you're going to Byron, you must be a real hippie. Um, And then I turned around to him and said, no, I'm actually sober. And he said, oh my God, do you want me to turn this car around? He said, are you okay? Do you need checking into the hospital? (laughs) I was just in complete shock and I was just laughing. And he said, one week in Byron Bay, you'll be going to rehab soon. You'll be having dreadlocks. So he really painted this picture of what Byron Bay was going to be to me. But I had the time of my life. I had so much fun there. So I arrived in this hostel and it was like this central hostel in Byron Bay and it was all about surfing. And then when I arrived, my friend from university was actually in the same hostel. And it's a really wild story, actually, because a few months ago on one of my last days of university, I was in the pub. (laughs) It's not a usual place that I am, but I was in the pub and she was there as well and a few of our lecturers and we were all just sat around this table and we were talking about what we were going to do after university and I said that I was going to go traveling and she said that she was going to backpack Australia 
And at the time, Australia wasn't on my list. And we just sort of sat together with our lecturers laughing about how we might see each other traveling. And then I turn up at this hostel and there she is. But she's not just there. She's absolutely thriving. So she's got this massive gang that she's traveling the East Coast with. She's like a different person. She's had like the time of her life. And literally for that week... I was hanging around with her and all of her friends and all of her friends were super grounded and it was just absolutely amazing just seeing someone from university in Australia together and you're just both having the time of your life and like yeah we definitely like connected a lot so I had a really positive experience of Byron and also during my time in Byron I really connected with this a girl that I met that worked at Google who I ended up doing a road trip with all around the South Island of New Zealand so if that's to come in a later episode also Alice like Alice was absolutely great because she was this girl in my hostel so I had so many friends during that time and I just really fell in love with my life in Australia and I just radiated main character energy and I'll just give like a few experiences of this. So Christmas Day was genuinely the best day of my life. I did Christmas Day in Byron Bay. And that year I got absolutely no gifts. Yeah, like I said, it was the best day of my life. And I just remember I woke up, it was like a champagne breakfast at the hostel. And then a few of us went to the beach and then we were all just playing volleyball in the water. So it was great. And then I came back to my hostel and then I met this really, really cool German girl called Nike. And then she invited me on a hike that evening. It was pitch black and there was no one on this beach apart from the 10 of us. And then lightning started striking and like the whole sky just like lit up in gold. And I don't know, I just felt so alive because it was so risky. But yet we had to do the walk back and yeah, it was so much fun and yeah I just have so many like amazing memories from Australia and I had so many synchronicities with people and what I mean by this is that I would just like keep bumping into the same people without even trying and yeah I don't know my heart just felt so full and I've got if you're listening to this and you met me in Australia I'm sending so much love and gratitude your way because of you I had like the best time ever and I have this amazing opportunity on this podcast to also share this with other people because if you are considering going to Australia it's great like I'm not sure if I could live there personally but for a holiday absolutely wild you have the best time of your life yeah I remember you you saying to me that it Australia was just crazy and everyone was just so it's such a healthy outlook on life and that you just had the best time and I think from those stories yeah I can kind of see why yeah you had such a good time I'm just wondering whether you have any tips for anyone who is considering going to Australia and I think a lot of people our age do want to go to the east coast I have a few so I think something that worked out I didn't do this but I think like my friend Molly obviously did like the whole of the east coast and she started off in Sydney and she did like some group tour in Sydney and then she met all these people and the people that she met on the group for the first week she ended up touring the whole of the east coast with so maybe for your first week in Australia you could consider going with a company 
or if you just want to do it like me and you just want to do it your way definitely start in a hostel I wouldn't start in a hotel maybe just get yourself a private room in a hostel if you're a bit unsure about going into mixed dorm straight away and then you can have your own space but you can still meet people and socialize also just consider how long you want to be in Australia for so there's the working holiday visa for example so you can go over there and maybe work in like hospitality for a bit or if you just want to like do the east coast then no need don't worry about that But in case there's anybody that wants a job, maybe just consider getting the right visa before you go. And also just go with an open mind. Like I went with absolutely no plan, like at all. And that just gave me the flexibility to be like, okay, sure, I'll go with you to Byron Bay. Okay, sure, I'll go to the Gold Coast. It's the people that you meet. I had those opportunities because I didn't have everything booked and I didn't have a really strict schedule. And that works for me personally. I just go with my gut. I would just say go with an open mind. Don't expect too much and then you will have the best time. Yeah. I think a lot of people like say that Australia is quite expensive. I think it works out that a pound is like two dollars. So I just saw everything as half price. So I had a pretty happy time out there. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's such a good mindset. <laughs> I just live an abundance mindset. So it works out pretty well. But do you know what I found really great about Australia was that the hostels have these massive kitchens So whereas in Bali, I was eating out like three times a day and eating in restaurants, I was probably spending the same amount in Australia because everybody there eats in a kitchen. Like if you go to a restaurant, you'll be eating out by yourself because everybody just eats in the kitchen and it's a great way to meet more people so yeah, you end up going to supermarkets in Australia anyway, so you save a little bit there. Also, if you do have any questions as well, you can just send us a message as well on the Mindful Student Instagram or you can message us on LinkedIn and I can get back to you with any questions you have. Australia is very exciting. It's got its cons like anywhere, but as a whole, it was a really high experience for me. I also think you're such a good person to hear this experience um, from because you go into it with such an open mind. And I know that you came from Bali, which impacted your meditation routine. Um, So I just think it's really cool to hear, yeah, your experience and and how you viewed Australia. Oh yeah, definitely. By the way, maintaining that meditation practice was not the easiest in hostels, I can tell you that much. But I still maintain that consistent practice and I'd say that's quite important if you're traveling. It's definitely journaling every night, meditating, going on a run, still eating well. You don't want to let go of all of your habits because I think having those habits definitely helped me to make the most out of that experience and just have such a positive time there because my mental health was very good. Yeah, I think when you when you start looking after your inner world as well a lot of people I remember this girl turned to me and she said you are literally a magnet like I don't think this happens to many people when I was telling her what was happening to me in Australia but I haven't done anything special I've just been like looking after my inner world and when you upgrade your inner world you do magnetize people on a similar frequency honestly it's the people that made Australia amazing for me it was the people and the friendships that I made during that time and it was just so much fun and like I said my wild nights out I was completely sober the whole time and you know you don't have to change yourself to please other people and I found that 
the people that I connected with really did respect me for that. It sounds so cool. So many people go as well, which I think just makes it more fun. So Shannon, where are you going next? <laughs> the most peaceful place on earth. I will be doing three months in New Zealand. <laughs> Love it. I can't wait. I can't wait for that episode because three months. Yeah, you've been there a while now, so... <laughs> Dude, you're not even ready for what happened to me in New Zealand. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) So I'm wishing you health and happiness in your small step in self-development this week.